0: He's a god, He's a ghost. He's a ghost.
1: Pack absurdity podcast just wrapping up the NFL draft here. Kind of coincidental that uh, last time we met, we did a segment called CTE or dumbass. When this week at the NFL draft, we had some old players stuttering over some pretty basic words. Kind of sounded like some third graders, uh, you know, in their little reading corner. I didn't really know what to think of. Every player – and I thought it was strange that they had players who had very marginal NFL careers saying picks. You know, we, we weren't exactly going from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer. We were going to people where they had to put, put their name and years they played on the bottom of the screen. Yeah, and some of them were only
0: like two years. Like, yeah, they're like, not even getting the pension, yeah. you know. like yeah. It could be because – that uh, the guys that played in the NFL for multiple years are, are so screwed up in the head that they can't even find the podium.
2: Yeah, wow. h- how many uh, people in the Hall of Fame actually know that they're in the Hall of Fame? They remember <laughs> being inducted.
0: Well, I like what There's what you more said brain cells in the uh, bronze statues than there are <laughs> in the uh, actual, actual <laughs> human being. I like what you said about
3: it was like a third grade reading corner because I felt myself watching it mouthing... Like yeah. the words like, you can like, do like it. it was you can like do like do apparent, it like you know, you'd be like with the third pick in the NFL, like, you're trying to help them vicariously, like, like push it through their mouth, and it was just like...
2: I was super surprised that, like, they actually picked the people that, you know, the teams wanted them to pick, because when I heard them talking, I was like, these guys are going to revert back and pick some dude from, like, uh, somebody they played college with. <laughs> I
0: picked Ted Johnson, cornerback yeah. from uh, Louisiana Tech, 1989. A- 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 to be honest, third grade might be a little bit strong. That, that uh, you know, the guy that, that spelled Jets wrong, J-E-T-E-S. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a pretty – I don't know many third graders that, that can't, can't uh, yeah, get, that one, get right. that one right. I also had a theory that with some of the players that
1: were not very good, you know, didn't play very long in the NFL, that they actually had another guy, an old player backstage who played a long time. But that he was just had so much CTE that he just pissed his pants. He got the suit. Yeah, he so they had to immediately scramble to find a new scramble to find a new person. So they just plucked some, you know, random guy who played. Some of those guys may not have even played a couple
0: years. Yeah, I mean, I mean you could, they, 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 could, they could have, they could have total, totally been standings. I mean, those guys were total randoms yeah, that, that like we like might Rudy not had... even have have known if they, you know, if they put. Uh, Joe Schmo from the you know from Philadelphia's sidewalk, they, they got him in there and put him up, put a suit on yeah, him, and they, said, hey, they you played you, Drew Hastings, <laughs> wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys, two thousand three to
3: 2006.
0: Yeah, I, I I think they got a little cute too with the some of the
3: non football players because I mean the football players they obviously think people like that and so they put them up there, but then they had the the one from space, like the person from space picked somebody. And uh, I think I saw there was a gorilla that that like hit a screen and picked somebody. I mean, let's be honest, man. Let's just fucking get the thing picked. Yeah. And let's get the hell out of there. I mean, you want to see the name, and we don't need all this rigmarole. I mean, we, I we I
0: really, know. all we really want to see is. Roger Goodell walked to the stage and, and be booed over and over <laughs> yeah. and over. Yeah. Philly well, fans did have the, their A game as far as booing. Counterpoint, though. I did think
2: about this while I was watching the draft. I mean, it's beyond like the sixth and seventh rounds. got about as much chance of making it as the people they get in free yeah. agency. So now that the Raiders are good, can't we just have like somebody go up there and do a seance and say they're like channeling Al Davis and let him make that pick? I felt like and that actually a hologram. Hologram hologram I Davis. I oh. like it. I bet he like looked it. more alive in the hologram than he did the last three or four years of his
0: life. I think they should have people come on um, to do the picks having wigs of the current leaders, uh, managers. The political oh, party, yeah, of oh, Mark Davis. Yeah, Mark Davis. That's I think cool. they should just have random guys wearing <laughs> Mark Davis wigs uh, come do the picks. I mean, that would be awesome. That guy has the worst hair. Yeah,
1: lampooning owners yeah. would be a pretty good. Yeah, uh, you know, you could have like a Jerry Jones yeah. and a Dan Snyder. You you could you could definitely go pretty far with that.
2: Yeah. Or get Snyder in there in, like, traditional Indian dress to come up and make his pick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, embrace it at this point. Yeah. Either get rid of the name or embrace do it. A, uh, do a whole war chant and yeah. everything. And, and then, like, have— From like, the Cherokee Reservation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have it sponsored by one of their casinos, like, somewhere <laughs> on his shirt. It would be fabulous.
3: I think uh, an investigation ought to be launched out of the draft, too. Uh, looking at Josh Dobbs and his questionable rocket science degree— Uh, I think this is a North Carolina situation. I believe Tennessee is just a step ahead, North Carolina. And they said, no one will question us if we make a bullshit degree in rocket science, Uh, whereas African studies obviously came under some scrutiny. And so Josh Dobbs, we're led to believe he's super intelligent, but having watched him for the last few years, I've seen him make plenty of dumbass plays. Don't think that he's necessarily the brightest guy in the world. I think eventually we're going to find that out.
0: Is okay. this just because you think there's no one in Knoxville intelligent enough to know anything about rockets? Uh,
3: very much. I mean, when was the last time you heard of a fucking rocket coming out of Knoxville?
0: They hosted the World's Fair.
3: Uh, what's your <laughs> yeah, point? I mean, you know, hundred years ago. Right? Yeah, <laughs> one hundred year, years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think I didn't it's... even know that you brought out something I had no idea. Uh, Josh Jobs wasn't around then, and he certainly (laughs) didn't launch a damn rocket at it. And I don't care how many scenes they show me of his headset with his white shirt like he was an extra in Apollo 13, I'm not going to believe that he's got any backbone there to sit and launch a damn thing into space, okay? I mean, he's got no eyebrows, you can't trust anybody without an eyebrows. Because
0: he probably got him burn off uh, testing rocket <laughs> 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 like,
3: fuel. He's staying too damn close to the blast radius. Yeah. I mean, come on, where's his intelligence? I want him to release his wonderlick
1: scores. Show me his I think it's a, that's a pretty good. Uh, you know, I'd like to see a syllabus from. That's what yeah. we need. Somebody um, get us a syllabus. An aerospace from engineering. The aerospace. Uh, you know, I, I got a feeling that test three is just like. Dividing fractions. You know, like that. that's, yeah, that's think that's for four years,
0: Can they, you spell jets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think for four years he
3: built model rockets and hooked the little things to him and shot them off in, into the air with the, you know, the, the, all uh, model uh, the two
0: liter she, yeah. two liter yeah. bottle rocket. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and then the little parachute comes down and he tracked it where it went. You know. Yeah. The, the lab portion of the class was they just had an Erector set <laughs> and they just laid it out there for him to, yeah, to yeah, work build on. build us it. a rocket. Oh, good job. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's streamed an African American studies class and uh, I believe it was the Lion King and it taught me a lot about life and love and so I think maybe you should just you know take the class before you start
1: <laughs> dishing. <laughs> NBA playoffs going on right now. Biggest question we have is the saddest player from your childhood that is still playing at a shadow of what they once were. Candidates, Vince Carter, now with the Memphis Grizzlies. Dwayne Wade, now with the Bulls. Manu Ginobili, still with the Spurs. And Deron Williams, unbeknownst to a lot of people, on the Cavs. Uh, you also have, I guess, honorary member Dirk Nowitzki, who didn't quite get in the playoffs this year. Um, you know who would be, you know, someone that when you see him play now, you know it's it's almost like a, a woman who was at one time beautiful and now has, you know, leather skin or sagging tits. Yeah, you know, just not not even mad about it, just more sad than anything. Wearing
0: else. a push-up bra,
1: right. I think it has to go to Dwayne Wade. I I mean, I've seen this guy get hung on the rim going up for dunks. I mean, some of his jump shots look like something I put up back in the rec league. Um, I'd say he would probably be, which, I mean, makes sense. I mean, the dude's been doing it for a long time and getting knocked to the floor. Um, I'm going to take another position on this. I'm going to say I like it when athletes
3: hang on too long. Uh, because, like you said, they come up through your childhood, and then when, when you get that realization that people that you've idolized are uh, <laughs> that they're failing now, it only makes you realize that you're failing, too. And so I like it when they stick their middle finger up and say, I don't care how mediocre I'm going to be. I'm going to demand that you start me. I'm going to demand I would get shots up that fall
1: short and that I limp down I the court. So you just kind of <laughs> like, like corresponding to your own yeah, yeah, deterioration. yeah. yeah. Is the deterioration of its yeah hard. because I, I think I, I think as a sports
3: fan something we all don't want to we all don't want to really talk about is is that uh, is that when these young guys come into the league in a little and are in or into college or any other sport I think that we all feel a little bit like weird to cheer for people or hold people up high that are younger. It, it, it's <laughs> not. It is
0: nice cheering for someone that's older than you. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah that's nice. Yeah.
0: I mean, speaking for someone that doesn't follow the NBA uh, real really closely, I, I would have to nominate the the entire Spurs team. I, I assume that they're all <laughs> over sixty, um, and also by looking at the LeBron James receding hairline, I, I have to think that he's <laughs> at least forty five.
3: Yeah. Good call. The headbands don't hide. Yeah, yeah. What I nature mean, takes. Yeah. yeah yeah no very true no they, yeah the the Spurs I mean they their coach is like I don't even think he's that old but he acts like he's a million years old they're, everybody on their team is losing their hair like they, they are old man basketball. They are literally old man basketball. I don't even think
0: they dribble. I think they just throw Dude, the ball. Like, the ball never touches the floor. Yeah, I they feel, feel like when they, when Kawhi Leonard uh, plays really hard, the the rest of the team gets mad. Like, <laughs> what right. are you, What are you doing? Yeah, young you buck? Showing us yeah. Up, <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, how many years would it take for you to like not think of the Spurs as an old team after they like transition to younger guys? Because like I'm like that with Utah. Like, I watched them play the other day. They're actually, like, a fairly young team, but I just assume they're all
0: 38 years old. And and there's just uh, an assumption that Utah has all white guys. Yes, right. Well, and, you know, Utah, they can
2: have multiple, you know, wives. Yeah. Which adds (laughs) at least seven to eight years, I think, onto your – Age. Well, to your lifespan and probably your playing age, yeah. Yeah. Well, I
3: think there's a point to that is, like, certain teams – like get a, a persona about them, and then it's hard to shake that. Like I'm sure, like none of us watch the Yankees play at all, but we think. I that watched the Yankees
2: all, last night. All right,
3: well, was, I forget. Yeah, in between <laughs> – Touché. <bouts, laughs> in between bouts of crying and masturbation, you caught a little bit of the Sunday night base Saturday night baseball. But I, I would say that like if you just had somebody on the street that didn't follow it, they would think that the Yankees are like. An overpriced like superstar team, even though they don't, they couldn't tell you one person that played on the team, you know. Or uh, the yeah, Red stereotype
1: Sox lives on. Yeah, and,
3: and the Red Sox might actually be that team, but you, they're a bunch of gritty like. <laughs> Dudes that you know are just you know they 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 eke out wins or you know, Matt Damon's a
2: bunch yeah. of gritty
0: Matt Damon. Yeah, it's it's a a gritty Matt Damon. It's
2: I, a I try not to make a habit of talking to street people too much, especially uh, with Twitter and Facebook <laughs> and all that around. I don't feel the need to stop strangers on the street and talk about the NBA too much, no. but point taken, <laughs> it worked out really well for Jay
3: Leno.
2: You know, that's why yeah. that. guy's got a lot of cars.
1: All right, this week when we do our uh, age-old question, does it count as gay? This is NFL Draft Edition. Garyon Conley, um, Ohio State uh, NFL prospect, got in trouble as far as an alleged rape. Um, We're not here to try and say whether he is a rapist or not. What we are here to do, however, is try and determine if Garyon Conley is gay. From the details of the story... Um, It was Gary Ann Conley, a male friend, and one other female friend. They found a second female, asked if she wanted to come to their room to join them for a foursome. Um, The girl said she didn't want to join for a foursome, that she just wanted to watch everyone else have sex. So, I'm not a math major, but I think that means two dudes and only one girl involved in the sex and then a second girl watching does that count as gay
2: absolutely not <laughs> uh, I uh, I go with the 2-one ratio on that I think as long as there's one girl you can have two guys add another girl you can have four guys three you can have six and yeah then after that you just got a good old-fashioned. Is there,
3: is there a positional politics played in that, John? I mean, if we're both at the same end, does that constitute like a cross swords type of uh, deal? Or, I mean, do we have each have to stay at one end of the ship or can we both let well, Yeah, or? if like,
0: if garyon's getting it in the butt, I mean, does that, as long as his, as long as his like, as, as he's attached to kind of, a girl, you know, does that... I
2: just, I feel like a, that's never crossed my mind as a heterosexual male. So
1: I guess it would depend that's, on that. That's the kind making. of breaking
0: uh, things that we're, we're trying to discuss. Yeah, with. we're
1: trying to get to the bottom of this. Um, I don't really know, you know, I don't know if Gary and Conley, you know, maybe he's like a kisser. And so, you know, if he's making out with the chick, does he just immediately move on to the dude? If that's the case, I- any kissing... Definitely gay. Okay. If it's only okay. sexual Tom acts, play is gay. only sexual Tom acts, play gay. I think we could we could he could probably slide as you know just a little bit of an orgy. I, deal. I'd like to
2: add eye contact in on that. Even yeah. if you were on the opposite end of, if you were on the South Pole looking at the North Pole, That's if you're making guy. more That's eye great. contact than a tenth of a second, then I think That's that great. probably qualifies. Like as gay. if he's
0: or if he's like, uh, if he's hitting it pretty hard and and he's asking for approval from the other guy, like, you like this, man? You like the way I'm, I'm getting this, right. or, getting this in. I guess or you like the way I'm getting in. my, <laughs> <Or, laughs> like, yeah. You like my stroking. <laughs> you know, that, that that's yeah, that's pretty gay. Yeah.
1: All right, going for our beat of the week here. We go back to. Former tech, well now former Texas Texas A and M receiver, um, came out that two separate instances with his tutors, um, he pulled out his dong while within reach of the tutor. Um, doesn't really explain much as far as the context, but his lawyer is claiming that he pulled out his junk because he had jock itch. Anybody who's had jock itch can definitely tell you that keeping it out in the open air is very helpful and helps you heal. So I don't really get why this guy is getting a lot of flack. You know, he's just trying to heal. You know, the season was going on while this was happening. Um, You're not going to be able to run past any cornerback if you got a lot of inflammation down in the power alleys. So I'm with him on that. Um, I also want to say that the male gender needs to find one Reason to be able, to to where it's socially acceptable to pull out your junk, and then the entire game is going to change to where a man can pull out his junk and not have to defend themselves or explain the situation and what was happening and whether someone wanted to see it or not. Um, So, if we can get to that point, you know, it's it's going to be a, a Nelson Mandela... Uh, type of revolutionary that's going to be able to help us out with that.
0: The way I look at this, uh, this guy had two alibis, Jason. Um, one, you know, Jerry Rice, all pro, Hall of Fame wide receiver. His dad famously threw bricks at him. Caught he caught the bricks in his hands. Made his hands stronger. I, I'd say this guy's just he's trying to get the athlete's foot. On his hands, get them calloused up. you know he gets oh, okay. it. Gets the, gets okay. those hands a little stronger. Gets them, yeah. uh, you know, gets those hands uh, all calloused and yeah. he's able you can to catch, catch those it ball. With, he's with a, perfectly
1: yeah. molded hands. Imagine yeah. what you can do with. Yeah. I gotta, I exactly. Mean, and
3: who's going to defend you with with a jock itch on your hands, right, too, Once right. he gets out, so yeah. Get out.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I'll go two steps further. As long as women are able to breastfeed in public, I don't understand why I can't go ahead and just skeet in a Bunsen burner as long as I'm taking it to a sperm bank because I'm creating life just like the substance from breast milk sustains a life. Am I right? Uh,
0: I, 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 I'm not sure if you're skating in a Bunsen burner. If that's if that's gonna be any good for anyone, but <laughs> you must be skating in a Bunsen well, burner. I mean,
3: you got uh, the yoga pants or whatever. I mean, they don't leave anything to the imagination. I mean, one step farther from a, a yoga pant would just be whipping it out, right? Yeah. So I mean,
2: well, I don't know what guy would want to do it, but I think as long as you're not erect, I don't really understand what the problem is, anyways.
0: Yeah. The erect what I hear from you that. is that you'd like to see more men in yoga pants. Yeah, that
3: is not great. <laughs> totally miss yeah. misrepresentation of what I was going for there. But yeah,
2: I, I you, The song that plays through my head through this whole situation is uh, Pink Floyd's Leave, you know, Another Brick in the Wall. Leave those kids alone. Hey, teacher, leave those kids alone. Right. guy's just, you
0: know, let him be. Also, I just, I think this is probably, this could be a cry for help. I mean, you know, these college kids, they can barely afford a Taco Bell value meal. I mean, they're on scholarship. They, they've they got very little funds for food. I mean, they can afford some tattoos here and there. But, I mean, they, they, there's no way that they can – Afford Lotrimin or lambicill, yeah. or oh,
1: yeah, you know, tough acting
0: tenacity. Well, yeah, I mean, they can't, they can. he can't afford that to, to take care of his jock itch. And then yeah. who
3: the hell's going to read the instructions to him so he uses it properly? Exactly. I mean, he's really not apparently
0: not day. the tutor because she doesn't want to see
3: yeah, it. That's right. I mean, he's there to get help, and he can't even get somebody to translate the medical terminology that's in a can of over the counter dick spray like to even
1: use it correctly yeah. hey, not,
2: not to mention i mean i have heard from females from the beginning of my adult life about uh, this you know false advertising with guys driving mercedes and dressing in nice suits and then you know not being all adequate in other areas yeah. Well, I mean, like, at least this guy's showing his goods, right? Yeah, he's I got his mean, he's on. Nothing, he's nothing, probably nothing driving the Imagination. 1994 here. Civic, and he just letting them know what's going on down there. I mean, you know, I, as long as it doesn't touch you, I don't understand I what the problem is. I think the, the world problem. would
1: be a it, safer
3: place. Just imagine, all right, let's go to a hostile region like Syria, all right? If those guys over there didn't have to wear all those heavy clothes and that hot-ass temperature, they could just let their wing hang. Think about how much better off we'd be Their Tensions would cool. A lot less yeah, aggression. Yeah, man, a lot less sure. aggression. Just let them let the boys that's,
2: breathe, not to mention if that's harassment on his side, then I just like not touching, just people seeing it. Then I have been harassed so many times at 10 30 p.m. in Walmart by women wearing <laughs> things that nobody should wear, especially those women.
0: This aggression will not stand right. Man.
2: If I'm shopping for fruit and I see yoga pants on a freaking you know. I'm not, I'm not going to say the word that I want to use, but if I see that, yeah. I, then
0: it disgusts me,
2: and I see it, and there is, it's, you know. Yeah. But it's there. It's yeah, there's no crime
0: in there. Hey, and I can hear the passion coming out in, in Sebastian's voice because he's a guy that has dealt with athlete's feet, jock itch, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. He, knows he knows the struggles. True you know, story. How, how many times has he came to your house and whipped off his shoes and rubbed them on your carpet? Imagine if he had jock itch, and he's rubbing his Junk all over your carpet. Nobody, nobody wants so to see that. Oh, he has at your
3: house? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: And, and Gold
0: Bond doesn't fix that
2: quite like just good old, good old natural air. air like yeah. you were saying. Yeah, and, and look, the guy's a D1 guy that's been at A&M for three or four years. I don't know this for a fact, but I think like herpes would be jock itch times three. So there may even be some of that going on with the dude.
1: Got uh, news came down this week, uh, ESPN with some mass layoffs. And not necessarily just the guy who's the sideline reporter for the noon ESPNU Conference USA game. Uh, we had some big names that got let go, um, You know, whether it be college basketball, college football, uh, pretty much across the board. We wanted to let everyone know um, that Six Pack Absurdity is hiring. Uh, we have a very comparable benefits package, probably to ESPN. Um, you know, we had, for instance, a meeting today where um, we all got beer and food. So we can offer that to you. Uh, we also give you a forum, you know, a website where you can write all the columns and stories that you want. Um, Even though so, they're mediocre. Even if they're mediocre, you know, we, we will let you pretty much give you creative freedom. So uh, feel free to drop us an email, Hello world at sixpackabsurdity.com. Um, but I guess it goes kind of to the bigger question of, you know, is it kind of a, you know, a situation where ESPN is in trouble? I mean, this is a company that's billions upon billions of dollars, so I don't think anybody's folding, Um but, it, you know, is it kind of... You know, I think a lot of people feel that ESPN and SportsCenter have basically become shitty, kind of become like an uh, an MTV, if you will, of music is now ESPN and sports. Um, so what, what do you think ha- happens now? And what, what's what's the deal here with ESPN? All right. I've been calling for
2: this for a long time, uh, seeing this coming down the, the, uh, the pipe and... To me, though, the disappointing part with all this is, this is kind of like that guy that plays in the pros that you don't think is any good, you know, like the shooting guard that you don't think is very good, and then his career ends via injury. Instead of the team realizing that dude was overrated in the first place, that's kind of how I feel like with ESPN because they definitely needed to change up the way they were doing things. But the things that, like, the thing that really bothers me with ESPN is that, like, I don't come home from work. Or, like, have a shitty day and then come home and want to see, like, you know, somebody on their deathbed or all you know, like listen to their political takes on things or listen to their opinions. Like I like the old school ESPN, which is clearly not what it is, but this layoff doesn't help that at all. The only people they're keeping are the people that are very like that are opinionated or, you know, like the first take kind of people. And so that's apparently what it's gonna be. So even though they laid off people, it's not gonna like help me any with enjoying ESPN any more than what I did beforehand.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you look at the people who were um, let go. I mean, you had, like, just reporters and stuff that were, like, genuine news people as opposed to, um, you know, commentary and things that we don't necessarily want to hear. Yeah, well, and I mean, if, if he wants to
2: come to Six Pack, I'll shave Ed Warner for free <laughs> weekly. <laughs> But but you know again like with, with that said I just I just like for me and I think for most of the people of my elk anyways that like we want like sports is an out outlet you know it's not something like we we all deal with stuff in life that matters and sports is like the way you get away from that and I feel like ESPN just really treaded way too far onto uh, getting into that other stuff that I think most sports fans are probably trying to get away from when they go and want to watch sports or highlights and you know and too like. You know, this channel has ran for 24 hours, and during the season where only Major League Baseball plays, the only teams you hear of are the Yankees, the Dodgers, and the Red Sox. I understand they ought to get the majority of the time, but, like, you've got a 24-hour station. I mean, if there's enough people out there like me, I'd like to hear a little bit more in depth about what's going on with the Reds or the Brewers or, you know, the Royals or, the or
0: whoever. Yukon UConn women's team. No,
2: because nobody cares about that. I mean... And that's another thing—they shove that down your throat. They, they ESPN basically tells you what you're supposed to appreciate, what you're supposed to, you know, what matters in sports. Where you know, if there's if there's only four hundred people that care about something, then that's fine. They can go have their. That's what intramural sports are for. But the NBA shouldn't be financing it.
3: And I, I'm going to take this a different direction. Local radio, which we all listen to, local sports talk radio. Right after the NCAA tournament is over for us because we're in Kentucky, they're like, all right, we're in the summer topics now. We're going to talk about, you know, the best place to get a hot dog in in Bowling Green, okay? And they act like that's such a big disappointment for everybody. But the truth is I'm tired of hearing people's opinion about what the Raiders ought to do in their cover two defense because guess what? They don't have a fucking clue. And the reason I know that is the Raiders – Decided not to hire them to do that. They hired a guy that was better, and they put them over on some shitty show at eight thirty on ESPN Ocho. Yeah. Like that's how I know that. Like the guys in wool, I don't care what they think about the breakdown of U basketball roster for the year because they don't have a flipping clue. Yeah, like, and it's not even that they didn't play the game or whatever. I think all that's bull crap, too. I don't right. think Randy Moss has any more information on what it takes to be a wide receiver than FL than I do. Yeah. but. I don't want to hear that nonsense. I'd rather hear like, you know, something, something you you know, genuine, not just something made up because you had to have a take on on, well, on the on the Rangers and,
2: and to your point, how many local TV stations did we hear before the football season last year that said if Matt Elam and Drew Barker, the quarterback and defensive yeah. tackle, if they don't perform, Kentucky's got no shot. Yeah. They win seven games. Neither one of those guys were yeah, a factor for any of, for yeah. most of it. Yeah,
3: that's why. I mean speculation
2: is really what sports talk radio's
3: kind of been on but yeah it, the sport sports opinion is nonsense cuz you get in a game and really it's just like in basketball does the ball go in or does it not i mean that's really what it comes down to like in football like do you score more points than the other team are you at, you know like it, all this other nonsense they try to throw at you is like and the
2: breakdown is just nonsense. I'll tell you another thing that irritates me, and this will go into, like, the other, and again, because they were trying to be like this, in my opinion, in a lot of ways, like Fox News, O'Reilly, Papa Bear, who just got canned, right? I mean, like, you know, for me, I've always realized there's probably a pretty good shot these people are not like if not, don't even believe the way they are and what they say on air, right, yeah. and so like I mean like Stephen a Smith like Stephen A Smith was a journalist before he went on you know it, it there's those guys are just like it's like a what's that talk show where they always fought all the time um like, you know, brain rot that played during the day. Jerry Springer. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's like the sports and political version of that. You know, they're just personalities. And, and not even necessarily their own personality. It's just trying, you know, and to me, it just all comes off as fake, like reality television.